What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Respect the Game podcast. My name is Edward, named after Trilogy, that being my pops. Shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Please make sure you start what you're doing and go follow at Stats for all your up-to-date high school, pro, and collegiate sports coverage. We'll not disappoint. We'll keep you up to date on all that's going on in the sports world. As always, what is a podcast without your brethren? No, we are not at full strength tonight. Our brother Black Peace is celebrating the life of his son, JD, today is his birthday. Nephew, happy birthday to you, man. I always wishing you many, many, many upon many, many, many more birthdays upon this earth. Shout out to our brother Black Peace. Make sure you go follow him and make sure you go follow his podcast, Talk and Smoke, to get all the latest uh, hip-hop information. Yeah. What is a podcast without your brother? He's back. <laughs> Come on, man. Big brother Iron Man, sir. Tapping <laughs> in, you know. Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you can get some indulgible content, man. Let's go. Let's get into it. Good evening, beautiful people. It is I, the one and only Sedacious Xavier Miles. And on behalf of me and my brothers, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in, for watching, listening, and supporting. Uh, follow me at Respect the Game Podcast on Instagram and also Brother Miles on TikTok. That is all the social. Oh, also Sedacious on Twitter as well. Take it away, bro. Yeah, man. Getting straight to it like it's nothing to it but to do it. So, obviously, we talk about this entire world, but more specifically, the hip-hop world being oversaturated. Everybody's a rapper these days. I don't know if y'all remember, but not too long ago, maybe like right before the pandemic when you had the guy, the old school head, uh, 52 Savage, because dude was like real life, like 52 years old out here trying to be a rapper or being a rapper. But no, nah, man, you have the conversations of hip hop is just oversaturated with all types of people trying to proclaim that they're hip hop, trying to proclaim that they're rappers, but they really just in the way. That is all the more prevalent in today's world as Capitol Records announced that they had a artificial intelligence rapper. There's no exaggeration in that. They signed this artificial intelligence rapper to a record deal coming out the gate. He had over 500,000 subscribers on Spotify or Spotify listeners. And he also has a song with Gone, Humans, who rapper human rappers who are actually very good at the pen and lyricism and crafting a song don't even have songs with um gonna but this artificial intelligence uh, robot basically is you know trying to or developing a career in in hip-hop is this a sign for more things like this to come um, he actually just got dropped today as well. So it's the fastest signing and dropping of any kind of artist within history. Um, but, I mean, I, honestly, I think a lot of these stunts were more so social experiments just to see, you know, how receptive people would be to it. But I think it more so kind of undermined the hard work that artists have to put in to get exposure to gain a fan base, right, as opposed to giving a computer the ability to think for itself and having it conjure up 
And, and I don't even know how it works, to be told, you know, the inner intricate workings of it. But um, I don't – it's something that you did say that does hold true. I do believe rap, to a certain extent, has become watered down due to social media and people having the ability and the access to, you know, <clears throat> self-create and self-proclaim. So you can literally get on the Internet and be anybody you want to be. And more times than not, um, you know, people, you know, of our age or around the urban subscribers of, of the urban genre, you know, a lot of them want to be, you know, rappers. But I don't know if it continues. Um, I do think it was a social experiment to, like I say, get people uh, within an uproar. But I don't foresee it being a precedent going forward. Well, I want to piggyback off that because I do agree with the fact that there won't be any future rappers to come out anytime soon and be able to do this again. Artificial intelligence rappers, I'm saying. But I do think that that speaks to where we are going in the digital world. You know, everything is really starting to be self self done, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, that just speaks to what type of world that we live in and everything is going digital. Everything is artificial, the self-driving cars. You know, we're getting there. We can go into space now, the metaverse, you know, so on and so forth, you know. So that's that's all. I think this was something where Capitol Records had to strike out at to understand that, okay, you're never going to have a lane in hip-hop with artificial intelligence. It's, it's just... It's so it's too much. It has too much soul. It has too much history and too much enrichment for you to be able to have a bot be able to, you know what I mean? Like it's, embody it's, the essence of yeah, the actual real world experiences and emotion. And there's no way around the appropriation of that. So let's. Uh, so, like you say, can't have a bot trying to embody this human emotion and feeling that goes on throughout the world right so on instagram this artificial robot fn mecca has 220k uh, followers right and i don't think there was a problem or people found fault or a problem with this being labeled an artificial robot rapper i think the problem came into play where i don't know if y'all saw it where it's really trying to portray this image of a actual living human organism that right. goes through whatever woes of life. So it has it puts a post out. Uh, it's artificial intelligence, so you know you make use your imagination with that. The, the, the robot posted something. Yeah, so it has its own. <laughs> it, it has its own account, and it it has a picture, an image of it being assaulted. With a police by a police officer. We have to watch that. And the caption of that post, it's ridiculous, but it's our job to get this information to y'all who are not up on it. It has this picture uh, of FN Mecca, the artificial robot, being attacked by this police officer. And in the caption, it says, Police brutality. What should I do? This guard keeps beating me with his baton because I won't snitch. I ain't no rat. Life in prison is so depressing. I wish I could get out so I could start making fire music again. So it's just creating this imagery as if like it's like it's the Sims, if you will. If this is GTA, 
the strife and plight of a digital black man. Way to make a mockery of everything that we done tried to build, you know, in the in the realm of music and culture, man. It's just it's actually disgusting and distasteful, like to have them. Because let's be let's be honest, like the skin tone of the AI is that of somebody of bronze, darker complexion. So they're depicting a black man. They kind of have dreads. You also, know, too, also, too, with that, Isaac, uh, portraying to be black, uh, having locks, it has music out. And in its music, it's using the word in nigga in its music. Yeah, right. As that. well. So I just want to add that as you was, you know. That's just disrespectful. <sighs> Artificial intelligence is created by humans. Humans create programs. Humans create algorithms. Humans create the 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 artificial neurons that create and and trans transmit thought thought waves and things like that. So, this is somebody pulling the strings of quite literal digital puppet to to make fun of us, man. And yeah, uh, the uh, FN. FN Mecca, the FN stands for Factory New, which is some, I'm assuming, media company that partnered with Capital Music, uh, Capital Music, or Capital Records, rather. And they put out this statement after it receiving immediate backlash for the posting of him, of this artificial rapper being assaulted by a police officer. And then, like Isaac said, releasing him from the label, if you will. Uh, this is what this is uh, the statement they put out in the statement we offer our deepest apologies to the black community for our insensitive our insensitive our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about equity and the creative process behind it we thank those who have reached out to us with constructive feedback in the past couple of days, your input was invaluable as we came to the came to the decision to end our association with the project. End quote. <laughs> yeah, brothers. Nah, it's like Isaac said, as it's, it's somebody pulling the strings. You're not gonna get me to believe that it's like this artificial intelligence that's so smart, the only thing that it can do is nigga shit. Like, <laughs> stop playing. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think, I personally don't think this is the end of the artificial intelligence rap artist, hip hop artist, musician. I think what they're, I think they're gonna use this case study to be like, all right, let's just stay away from the racism, but bring something else back that that's a little bit you know, more digestible, you know what I'm saying? All right, this may not work with, because I don't think nobody would care. They may have cared, but I think they would have continued to prolong it and like see how far they could go with it had they not ran into this immediate hiccup with the whole police brutality situation. But I wouldn't I'm, be surprised if this came up in other genres of music in the future. My, my thing is, give it a record deal, how? Is it going, it, does do it get an advance? Do we get a bank account to put the money in? Like, is it going to spend its time within the digital avatar world? Is that going to be in a sandbox environment? Is that going to be 
uh, better the you know the VR headset for virtual reality. I mean, what 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 environment is it going to live in so we can exercise its being? Because I'm pretty sure if it's a, a actually if it's a digital organism, if that's a new term, right? If it's if it's digital creation, like it's going to want to express itself and not just in the capacity of an artist when it's time to perform. Um, I'm just thinking about it from that perspective. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but our robot, you know, we ain't too far off from that, to be quite yeah. honest. Maybe 15, 20 years removed, but. So I, I, I'm still confused as to how it performs. Like, so it actually raps and sings as well. It, ha- it, it has a record out, bro. <laughs> It who has. produces uh, like who produced for it? Like how? I mean, it, it's just a joke, man. It's it's just a way of getting a rise out of people. Like I said, I think it's more so. Is the Florida Waters? Is it the Florida Water song? Cause yeah, I think that's one of his releases. Yeah, one of his singles. Gunner was hard on that. I didn't even listen to the full song to be honest with you. I was just like, I can't really take this seriously, give it my full attention. But I think maybe the person I heard just was just gonna. I want to. I want to say one of the articles also said that this artificial intelligence rapper was using lyrics, the same lyrics that got YSL incriminated and behind bars currently. So how much of a slap in the face is that? I read that too. You know what that is. Damn, Doug, you like that? We just gonna embody you in a digital replica and call it FN. Bro, with the nose ring and everything and the lock, bro. Come on, man. Bro, that's on the, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I feel y'all. It's almost like a digital way of mocking young thugs, like. When you say that and you put those images together, what thug is and what that body is, bro. Spot on. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. But uh, uh yeah, now moving on, moving on. Um stand stand with the rap. Quando Rondo this uh past past week, last week being shot at in Hollywood, November 2020, one of his uh one of his close partners in his circle that he runs with killed King Vaughn. At a nightclub, we know how that situation turned out, what led to that situation. And ever since then, you know, people have people from Chicago, people who are in high support of the Lil Dirks and the King Vaughns have, you know, made made it a mission to, you know, let Quando Rondo know he is not safe in any way, shape, or form. But he was out in Hollywood last week. Car pulls up, sprays the car up. Bullet holes for our listeners who may not know what I mean when I say spray. <laughs> and it, uh, Quando Rondo was not hit by any of the bullets, but it did. Those uh shots did claim the life of Quando Rondo's cousin. I pose this question to y'all Where does Quando Rondo take his career after this incident, or does he even have a future of a career as a rapper? No, I I just I just got one thing to say. I think he can still make music. I think he can still have a career. He just has to be heavily, heavily invested in top-notch security. That's it. You you get the same kind of guys around you 
like I'm talking about them good old boys, like old retired cops or what have you. You know what I mean? Those, that's those marshals. Yeah, that's the that's the only route I see you going, man, because they really done it for your head. And you gotta get I'm sorry, it's just the way I talk. You gotta get really white folks involved in this for you to be protected from these niggas that's trying to kill you. Cause they really they really seem like they're not gonna stop until this man's dead. And that's sad. I hate I hate it. But it is what it is. It's it's it's, it's the game, bro. Yeah, man, it's what you signed up for, like. I mean, no good deed goes unpunished. So it's like, I get it. You was protecting yourself and your partner did what he had to do in a moment. But, man, hey, everything come with a price. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. action. Uh-huh. Every action get a equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. You live by the sword, you die by it. But, I mean, hey. What we talking about, man? Hey, this is, this is the life you chose. You just so happen to be living it out in the public eye mm-hmm. through some, you know, through some music personalities. But I mean, essentially, we just more so kind of watching. Um, I think a similar remnants with, you know, and no speculation, but the Yo Gotti and you know, young Dolph situation where it's like, yeah, you can diss me in these songs or whatever, but eventually. I'm gonna see you, and we gonna we gonna land on you. Like it's, and it's gonna be up. Like I don't care if it's a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, four years from now. I'm willing to wait because I haven't forgot. And as soon as the minute you think it's died down and it's over with, it's right back up. So, I mean, what they say uh, is a old songwriter say, "Welcome to the jungle." You got everything you want. Come on, man. Yeah. Bro, you got to input that song somewhere in this episode, bro. We're probably going to get flagged, bro. Oh, shucks. I forgot about that. Well, we could. We just wouldn't be able to, like, technically get paid off this episode, depending on how much of it I play. God dang it, Bobby. (laughs) And we made it. That's enough. We don't have to break bread with that. Yeah. Nah. Um, all right. So also standing to uh stand in LA. It was reported today, came out through the uh press press release from the Brooklyn Nets. Sean Mark, Steve Nash, other governing bodies of the Brooks organization sat down with Kevin Durant uh, and his agent Rich. They said, hey. We're on the same page. We are all focused towards staying committed to this team and pushing towards to win a NBA championship. Cap or no? I think it's big cap. Why? Simply because my boy demanded a trade, bro. So. I don't. I don't believe so. One of one of them have to be capped. Either you want to be traded and you don't want to play for them no more, or you like was tripping and have, have come to your senses, and now you you want to move forward with this team. So I've always felt like he wanted to play with Devin Booker, and I feel like that shit is kind of like sliding off the table, and so you got to kind of save face. You send your best guy in there, and he get it taken care of for you. 
That's how. Um, I think it was a strategic way of, hey, KD, it's been a shit show this summer. Let's get together. Let's come together. Let's put out a joint statement, you know, and you backing the GM and the head coach. And notice how those are the first two names mentioned in the first sentence of that of that letter, right? Steve Nash and I, like, it's immediately addressing the elephant in the room, right? And I think that's just more sort of control. The, the damage control that probably was about to come up on the media in regards to Kevin Durant, do you still want? Because it, it was just going to be a Kevin Durant free agency, free fall, Quizlet show every single day at practice, every single day after the games, especially if they lose. So in order to minimize that, I think it was in their best interest to come out and say this, but all I really think that was is, hey, we can't really get back what we want to get back for you right now, so – Literally, you got to just suck it up and play, bro. You literally just signed. You got four years. Your contract just started. We can't not. We we, we can't trade you right now. You going to – at least you got to at least play a year, bro. We just got Ben Simmons. Maybe he can be the Draymond Green to this whole design we trying to do. Uh, shout out to Malibu. Most wanted. That's where I got that from. Not – never been one of them. Uh, <laughs> but – it's I don't know, man. It's it's crazy, but I I think it's strategically orchestrated to where, come on, KD, let's not go into camp with all this noise surrounding us. Put your head down, let's hoop. We do actually got an improved team with acquisitions of TJ Warren in the offseason, among I think a couple of other players. Um, I like the emergence of Cam Thomas. Uh, I think Ben Simmons will provide some much needed defense. Um, Switching, you know, one through five and having that ability to just push the pace. Um, so, yes, and this is me. I actually gave Ben Simmons compliments when he was asking me about Kevin Durant. That's kind of insane to say, but, I mean, I am curious to see how it looks. I know everybody else is, too. Like, you know, if Ben Simmons can get out of his own head and, and shoot. I know we say that every year, but, you know, if that nigga starts shooting this year, though, everybody's mouth going to drop, right? And they really going to be the talk of the league because it's like, if he start making shots, the Brooklyn Nets are unstoppable. Let's make that perfectly clear. If Ben Simmons gets out there and is shooting at least five to seven jump shots a game, you want to talk about a huge win to where we don't have to just sag off you? And, and Come on, man. That's going to be un, that's gonna be unreal. So. You're talking about if he make five to seven buckets a game, not if he's shooting. Well, and not even not even making five to seven, because he'll make five to seven shots, whether that be at the rim. I'm talking specifically if he's taking confidently five to seven jump shots. I know he's going to attempt stuff at the rim. I, I, I think I see where you're going with this, Audacious, because you could take those you could take those jump shots, right? But Draymond Green take his threes. That don't mean people is playing up close. <laughs> oh, on my thing so, is. So it's just like with Ben, it's like you gotta ben come out showing a bad him. shooter. Yeah, he just he don't just don't shoot. <laughs> we don't even know if he's not a bad shooter or I, not. Cause <laughs> I mean, bro, like all things will point to like if you see him and pick up and you just see him like hooping, bro, in the gym with UCLA runs or whatever. Yeah, bro, Ben got nice form, nice follow through, nice left, pull up, nice left. Get in the game. 
it's just gone. Like he, Bro, yeah, somebody paying you not to shoot, just let us know. Like, <laughs> stop, it, stop it. Stop it. I don't care. <laughs> Motherfucker doesn't put a hex on it. Uh, sound, stop it. No, bro, because you know your shot broke. That's why. You you can practice all you want is. to, put up all the videos it, that you want to put up. I think at the end of the day, when they when you get in the games, you gotta go to work and do your job. And everybody else come to work and do their job. You don't believe I think in he's your embarrassed, shot like bro. That. I think he's embarrassed, right? Because I feel like he feels the pressure of okay, I'm that number one pick. I'm supposed to be this generational talent. If I can't shoot then what does that say about me? But it's like, man, at this point, bro, you done been called everything under the sun. You don't have one of the most, the most infamous, not attempted layup in NBA history. Um, you and disappeared he's in a- three, four quarters in a row when they needed you against an undersized Atlanta team that did not get that. It, it was just bad, man. It was, just, it was bad. God, oh, either way, either way. Uh, I would say this whole media run on the same page. I personally think it's cap. I think Isaac alluded to it in the beginning. You don't want to go into training camp with all these questions causing a distraction. So I think it was basically to try to lessen the distraction and put KD in the position to be like. Yo, next question, we moved on. We're on the same page. I do think as the season unfolds, they'll be still secretly trying to see if it's – obviously, you wouldn't be trying to do that with a talent like KD, but I think it's – I think it was capped, and I don't think it was a true gene we're on the same page. It's just like, hey, let's try to work together to try to combat the media so it doesn't really become a cancer inside of our locker room. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, Isaac said the perfect word. Damage control, bro, because KD, you are the best player on the team. You can't come to the locker room with issues, brother. That's just setting a bad tone. Yeah, we can't expect other guys on this team to be heavily invested <laughs> in us, and you, the best player on the team, don't even want to be here. That's that's that don't help us with chemistry. That don't help us psychologically. And, and come back out and, and endorse Steve Nash. Tell him you're sorry. Tell <laughs> Sean Marks, yeah, you're sorry. Man. All right, boy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Said, oh, I'm just like, yeah, of course. And it's like, yeah. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. I, I support. Uh, yeah. I'll knock that out for you, boy. I pay you the big bucks, Rich. Go ahead and knock that out for you, boy. Yeah, so um, don't be surprised. Breaking news. Oh, man, Bob was a trade. KD is, you know, got the trade that he wanted and all that nonsense. So it reminded me of the Aaron Rodgers fiasco when he was like, oh, I don't like my team. But then took the contract extension. <laughs> like, nigga, nigga, shut up. <laughs> you going to tweet last dance with Devontae. Man, Devontae got the like, out of there. You still there. They like money. They don't necessarily got to like the team. Sometimes it's just too much money to walk away from. Yeah. You going to pay me to not like you? Oh, all right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, your best and not like you, not like your boss, but performance your best. He gonna pay you enough. Going over to the uh, other side of the coast, all the way to Dallas. Um, oh shit! This what we wrapping up with. Uh, I won't ask Shower Izzo first. I already know Sedacious's answer. Okay. 
sedacious. Ask, ask your man's over there if he's still around listening to the pod. Ask him if he had to pick one of the two to be on his team. Would he pick Justin Tucker or would he pick CD Lamb? Can he hear us? Yeah. Justin Tucker or CD Lamb? Yeah. Wow, the fact that he has to think about it tell me everything I need to know. Cowgirls. Ring a ding ding. Hey, yeah, brother, we thank you for your time, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you ain't got to think that long on it, man. They told me everything. If it wasn't a definite CD off the rip, you know what I'm saying? They just told me everything. Oh, he gonna take C. Okay, he gonna take C. Yeah, okay. Honestly, is he a, point, hey, is he a Rams fan? Since he's from LA, is he a Rams yeah, fan? Eagles fan. Eagles fan. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so he got he gonna take CD over Justin Tucker. So that's what would I take? And, and let's put it into perspective, shall we? Hold on, I don't want to go so well, bad. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, hold on. Okay, okay. Well, can I ask you this way? Hey, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him open the Wait. segment, and you can have it. He gotta open the segment, right? I'm asking the same question over. That's all I'm doing. Okay, this, this, all right. I'm Before you go, I have. I have another question for you, though, Sedacious. But go, Izzo, go. It's the same question. It's the same, literally, I promise. <laughs> or let me ask you like this. Do you want the most accurate NFL kicker in history on your team? <laughs> or do you want a talented second-year player who plays with Sigmund Zidane? I'm taking CD all day. Okay. Okay. All right, sedacious. So, you called me on the phone today. It was like, yo, Ooh. what's good? What's up with this question? What's up with this Justin Tucker CD Lair? Like, I, what I the, figured it out. I figured like, it out. What, like, what the hell is you all? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said you was going to do your research because I told you we couldn't talk about it over the phone for the sake of the, saving the content for the podcast. You said you was gonna look at it or whatever upon your own research, upon your own Googles. What uh research did you find uh that differentiated Justin Tucker and CD Lamb? If any at all. Um, so contrary to popular belief, I would take Justin Tucker simply because wow. so cowboys fan of you. Keep going, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. This what? Is actually I know. Great. Cowboys, I know. Cowboys fan I know. would say CD Lamb with no knowledge. No, That's what I'm a Cowboys fan would like, Even when you think he got an easy win, it's like, y'all still surprise me. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. Simply because consistency is key. When you really think about it, CD Lamb has not done enough to stand up against Justin Tucker. You know what I mean? You know, and, and I. Like I said, I've I figured out why because on the top 100, then they got CD 94 and Justin 95. Like that, I don't know. Uh, what the, the, uh, oh, no, 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 other no, way no. around, other way around. Justin, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, at first I'm like, mm, no, 
I'm gonna take CD, but then I thought about it. No, as it stands today, Justin Tucker is a better kicker in the NFL than CD Lamb is a receiver in the NFL. There's no one that I can respect that. I can respect no one that's that's topping him right now in the game. There are a plethora plethora of receivers that I would call whose name I would call before CD Lamb. And that's respectable. And that's just is what it is. When I when I was watching it, I was like, okay, well now I'm it kind of takes the sting out of everything because it's like (laughs) we're talking about player. We're talking about a second year player and a and a god on some shit right now. So I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good. I, I know I know how to pick. I'm not the typical cowboy fan, bro. I'm not just a, a, a yes fanboy. All right. Well, we shall right. see as the season uh, gets close and starts to oh, fall. Another game. Uh, <laughs> Dak is under fire. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because thinking about this made me think about Dak, and that I just started charming, boy. And I'm like, this nigga, boy, if he don't get it done this year, I don't even want to. I can't. I'm going to be like uh, Sean Hart. I'm about to Texas for a second. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm I'm never rooting for the Texans a day again in my life. You, you can book that. We had our best day. <laughs> Boys would have to have a son and he'd get drafted to the league for me to root for the Texans. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's the even then, the game. first year, I'm, I'm <laughs> plotting away to LeVar Barton. <laughs> <somebody there. laughs> He's playing a ball ball that thing. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, yo, beautiful people. That is what you call a great episode. Y'all heard it here first. Live the rapper, Sedacious. He is not your typical Cowboys fan. I would really love to do a poll and just ask many cowboy fans that question without them having the having the knowledge of who justin tucker is or without having the knowledge of knowing that even the nfl players rank him ahead of cd lamb and how many of them may find it blasphemous and how many it may not actually be a typical cowboys fan it's like oh give me justin tucker every day of the week over cd lamb but like i said sedacious is not your typical cowboys fan but we will see how true he holds to that as the season gets closer and starts to unfold Good question before we wrap. Are they fish with the whole 100 list? Not yet. Okay. All right. Because there's somebody who's not on because they put Trevon Diggs up there and they put Dak up there. Trevon Diggs, I understand Dak. Not he, so probably, he probably be a, if I feel like where you're going, uh, Parsons. Yeah. He probably be he gonna like, be top twenty yeah, for sure. Yeah, he gonna be like down there in the top, top 20, 20, yeah, for yeah, sure. Because I'm on he YouTube be somewhere What's between going twenty on? and ten. Bro, <laughs> I'm on YouTube, mad like, hold up, Trevon Diggs. What's happening? I ain't gonna lie, bro. Dak still had a statistically good year. Um, yeah, yeah, no, nah, they gave him. I guess they gave yeah, him. I, yeah, I would have to go look at his Damn, video to man. see what's going on. hundred motherfuckers in the league who had a better year than Dak Prescott last year. That's crazy. You all right, nigga? <laughs> I think that was just being nice, bro. But no, nah, statistics, you know, statistics are what they are, but I'm a Cowboys but then fan. He, he just got I'm the respect for his peers, bro. I mean, I'm I not, think he'd be happy about it. it. It's just totally I'm ain't, not ain't like, they, they didn't vote the nigga top 50. He's, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, he like 44 or something. Yeah, he's 44. Is he, is he, he is top, well, damn. Well, hey. 
They respect him, man. They respect him. There were some games that I saw in like 56 and 58, and I was like, over there. They showed a lot of love to linemen this year. Shout out to the old line. <laughs> nah, for real, because it, it's some great offensive line players in the league, bro. True, Shout out to Clint Nelson, probably one of the best guards I've seen since Zach Martin in a long time. Yeah, I'm getting old though. I'm getting old. He getting old. I I definitely think Quentin Nelson is the standard now. Yeah, most definitely. For sure. But nah, man, beautiful people, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at Respect the Game Pod on YouTube at Emacs Stats for all our episode content. At Sedacious, at Shine Hard, or maybe not at Sedacious, at Respect the Pod, at Black Period Peace. Black like plaque on your teeth. Yeah, B L A Q U E. Uh, yeah, man. And you could get us on pretty much all of your streaming podcast platforms. Minus, which I'm going to challenge myself to start getting all our content on there, SoundCloud. So, uh, so yeah, man, yeah, but Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Rap you na- yeah, Rap City, you name it. Uh, where I'm pointing at is where yeah. you can find all of these, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But no, I love you, beautiful people. Uh, thank you for listening. Like, you, like we always say, we truly mean it, we don't take it for granted, and we will see y'all next week.